good. I better fade that out. I better fade that out. You'll think you're in the wrong place. No, you are in the right place. It's the Marcus Today Members Podcast with a new intro track. That's what happens when you've got a little bit of time on your hands at the weekend. This is general advice only, not to be confused with advice suited to your personal financial circumstances. This is for members only. If you're not a member, why not? Sign up for a free trial at least. We live in interesting times. It has to be said, I've not seen the market this interesting for some time. We have lost over 400 points in five days of the ASX 200. That's 5.6%. And most of the damage coming in the financial sector. I have put up a table in the Marcus Take section. I'll explain that in a minute. In the Marcus Take section today of the financial stocks in the S&P 500. And you'll see compared to the top 20 stocks in the S&P 500, where there's almost no recognition of the Silicon Valley bank disaster, the financial sector is taking it in the neck. And that's where all the damage is. And that makes the point that this is all about, this sell-off is all about contagion fear. Just where does the SVB contagion stop? How far do the tentacles go? And as everybody who has been around for a while will know from the global financial crisis, the issue with financial damage is that you never quite know what exposures people have until they're exposed. And that means that whilst the Silicon Valley Bank and the Signature Bank may have gone bust, nobody quite knows the consequences of that. Yes, there are people banking with those banks and the FDIC and Federal Reserve have come to the rescue and said that they will guarantee depositors' funds without cost to the taxpayer. Don't know quite how they do that without cost to the taxpayer, but anyway. But that's not the point. It's not about who had money with SVB. It's about all the other things that are unquantifiable. Who had exposure to SVB apart from their depositors? Who had derivative positions in financials that have blown up? Who's got margin calls? Nobody quite knows and it's almost impossible with financials to know the details until it all blows out. As you probably saw yesterday, a host of Australian companies felt it necessary to announce their exposure to SVB and some of the most surprising companies were on there. Perhaps not surprising, but to have companies like Xero declare that they've got a immaterial exposure tends to suggest that they know there are a number of companies with material exposures. We just don't know who they are. And if that's in Australia, then what about the rest of the world? So the whole world is running scared of just what consequences there are from the SVB collapse. Now, this is either a moment that's going to quickly pass, in which case this is a fabulous buying opportunity. We'll get to that in a minute. Or this is the beginning of a small disaster or even a large disaster. We don't quite know. Meanwhile, the VIX volatility index has ripped up. Bond yields have collapsed. The US dollar's going down. Gold is roofing it. And this is not the time to be clever. For instance, a number of gold stocks today have shown buy signals. But I wouldn't buy into the gold sector at this point in time because it's too volatile. Volatility is ignored. It's well understood in the fixed interest markets, but it's ignored largely in the equity market. People talk about volatile stocks like Afterpay in the same breath that they talk about BA. But they're entirely different animals when it comes to risk. And that means volatility. And the volatility at the moment, even in the big stocks, for instance, in the banks and in the gold price is high. And as I say, the VIX volatility index has ripped up. It's not at extremes at the moment. The VIX volatility index, by the way, is the or labeled the fear 
Index in the US, which is an index of implied volatility of markets, options and futures in the US. And it's a good gauge of fear. If you're supposed to buy when others are fearful, then buy when the VIX volatility index is sitting up at 50, which it rarely does, but it's heading that way at the moment. So there's a lot of fear around, but I wouldn't be buying into the obvious new trends. I wouldn't be buying into the gold stocks in particular, and I wouldn't be selling the banks, which have dropped more than any other sector. The bank sector is actually down 13.5% from the top in three or four weeks now. It would have to go up 15% to get back there. But the chart says sell and the chart says buy gold, but I wouldn't be doing either of those. This thing could turn on a sixpence. And as always, volatility says avoid. And that's what we're doing in the strategy and ideas portfolios. We have no ideas at all. Do we ever? Of course we do. But the ideas portfolio has no holdings in it at the moment. Yes, I could have bought the bearish ETFs, which we have done before very successfully in the past, but I haven't done it this time because I just can't predict and nobody can predict. And anyone pretending they can predict whether this is going to be a transitory moment or a more significant disaster is guessing unless they can see the balance sheets of every connected company and bank to the Silicon Valley bank, the Signature Bank, and any other bank that's in trouble. So I'm not betting either way. And I think having no stocks in the ideas portfolio and having 40% cash in the strategy portfolio is appropriate. I do think the odds are on this SVB and Signature Bank collapse to be fairly rapidly contained. So I do think this is probably a buying opportunity, but I wouldn't act on that till I know for sure. And if we're wondering about whether this is going to develop or not. Some of the indicators are fairly obvious. Look for bond yields to start rising again and look for the US dollar to go up. Look for the VIX volatility index to fall over and look for a a sharp rally in equities. But for the moment, the trend is not our friend. The market is down. Our market is down at 134 points, 1.9% today. The banks are down 2.1%. Energy sector, 3.4%. Tech sector, 3.7%. We've got a silly tech sector there. It is dominated by four big stocks, which are rather unrelated, computer share and zero, for instance, in the same sector, got nothing to do with each other. So ugly stuff today. And this is not what you buy into. Before you buy into this, you will have missed a sharp rally, but you need that before you can really develop any confidence. We also need the macro chatter in the background to develop some substance, which tells you that there is not as much risk as the market has been fearing and that hasn't happened yet. So avoiding the market at the moment, 40% cash will do in strategy, avoiding buying into the obvious things you'd buy if this developed, which would be some of the bearish ETFs and the gold sector. Sometimes it's just best to stand back and watch the herd not join it. The herd is buying gold. They could be wrong in 24 hours. Bond yields are perhaps the most significant movers in the last 24 hours, as I say. US two-year bond yield dropped 57 basis points last night. 10 years, sorry, I got that the wrong way around earlier. The 10 year down 15 basis points. And in our market, the two year down 26 basis points today and the 10 year down 18.7. As I say, sometimes we fuss about the RBA moving rates by 25 basis points. We've got that almost entirely in one day in the bond market. The reason, of course, that's happening is most of the damage that has happened has been thanks to the 
no-earnings startup customers in Silicon Valley, companies that can't effectively, now interest rates have doubled or tripled in the US, can't be seen to meet their debt servicing requirements and are being folded up, which folds up the Silicon Valley bank. So if interest rates are the problem, then the Fed are under a lot of pressure not to raise interest rates again. And at their March meeting coming up, the odds of a 50 basis point rate rise have dropped from 40% to zero, and they were 68% the other day. And the odds of interest rates being left on hold have gone from 0% to 38%. So suddenly, the Fed are being forced to go soft. Now that could turn around if the SVB situation is contained quickly, but no one knows that yet. So for the moment, everybody running scared, bond yields dropping sharply. It's another reason why you really shouldn't ever bother predicting the market. Who could have predicted this was going to happen? React, don't predict. So have a look at the strategy, not the strategy section. I'm now calling my section Marcus Tate, a bit like Henry's Tate, but I rather enjoyed yesterday putting all my stuff in one section whilst I was writing Market Marcus Light, whilst everyone else had the day off except for Henry for a state holiday. I rather enjoy putting all my stuff in one section, so I think I'm going to do that in future. Call it Marcus Tate for the minute. I may change my mind later, but that's what I've done today. And I've got an explanation at the top of my section today about what I am trying to achieve in my section. The brief explanation is firstly, timing the market. Secondly, timing sectors and themes. And thirdly, making money out of stocks by timing stocks. Bottom line, all my stuff's in one place each day from now on. So you can read Henry or you can read me or you can read us both, of course. And the bottom line strategy is summary is to say standing back, not trying to be clever, not trying to trade anything in the short term, despite the fact things are moving very fast. This volatility is a big put off. What I would have to say, though, that this is a fantastic opportunity, if it does blow over, to buy our banks just before the ANZ, Westpac and NAB results, which are coming up, as are their dividends. The sector has gone from the top to the bottom of the range. That's down 13.5%. 5% in a few weeks. And if the siren goes off to say all clear, this will be a fabulous buying opportunity in the banks. Wouldn't be moving on that idea yet, but is the most obvious observation or opportunity building in our market. Also new development today, I have put the technical section in its own section and called it technical take. So now you've got Marcus take, Henry take and technical take and lots of observations in there. As I say, not really looking to buy anything at the moment, but noting a number of things topping out. Lithium stocks, there's some Macquarie research on lithium today, and a host of other stocks. There's not much point rolling through them all. There are buy signals on gold stocks, obviously, but as I say, not ready to have a go at that. CSL from the top to the bottom of the range, but not looking like a buy yet. Some of the banks oversold, an opportunity waiting in the wings, and that'll do on technical take. Meanwhile, in Henry's section, he has had a crack at buying the market on weakness and bought gear, which is geared to the ASX 200 going up. Gone a bit early there, I think, Henry. He also updates on a few of the gold stocks in his portfolio, which are going well. He talks about the mad, mad world that we live in. His stock of the day is Appen, and he's going to be on Ausbiz doing The Call at noon today with Rudy. Rudy's one of our friends, by the way. Tune in to Ausbiz at midday. In fact, he's speaking right now. Right, that's 
about it. Message is clear. Stand away from the stocks. It's ugly stuff. This is a good time for me to think about starting my one stock portfolios, one in BHP and one in Macquarie. I'm thinking particularly in Macquarie at the moment. Maybe I'll start that. It's down 3.7% today. There's a great buying opportunity coming up in Macquarie as well as the high street banks if this thing turns. Just not yet. Right, that's about it. Hopefully you're not suffering too much pain. As I say, I think, guess that this is going to turn out okay, but not putting any money where our mouth is at the moment. It is when the market reaches sentiment extremes at both ends of the scale that the best opportunities appear. There is an opportunity coming. That's about that from me. I hope you survive. Don't panic, Mr. Mannering. Getting ready to buy banks, Macquarie, and I bet those lithium stocks come back from the dead, although they're dying at the moment. You have a fabulous day if you can, and I'll be back tomorrow. Meanwhile, enjoy the new outro music.